The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Tommy Dreamer, and Bully Ray talk about the head-to-head battle between AEW and NXT from this past Tuesday and who truly won that one-night Tuesday night battle. Also, from the world of the NWA, the president himself, Mr. Billy Corgan, joins us right now on the Busted Open Podcast. I want to get into the trend of what we saw on Tuesday night between AEW and NXT. So, from the traditional cable watchers, NXT got about 920,000 viewers that tuned in on Tuesday night. AEW for traditional cable got just over 610,000. Well, one of the things that I agree with, um, with the both of you is that Tuesday was a very good night for pro wrestling, whether you're a fan of AEW or NXT, as I said on busted open after dark, which, you know, aired as soon as those two were, uh, shows were over. I enjoyed both shows. I think they they brought out the best in one of another. I think both uh, creative teams stepped up to the plate. I think the talent, most of all, delivered. All the talent went out there and gave their absolute best effort because they knew that it mattered. And this is where I'm going to get into a little uh, a little ratings discussion with you guys, not about the actual ratings, but how I'm not on board with the way you guys, uh, with, with what you both believe that the ratings don't matter. I agree with you about the ratings not being the only metric, but I'll be damned if on every level they matter in one way shape or form whether it's from fans arguing about it to all the way up to the top of uh uh you know advertisers buying time based on a show generating a certain rating um that you could tell by the work of the talent that they knew that they were going head to head with another company and they wanted to win even when Carmelo Hayes was on the other day and you asked Carmelo a certain question about going out there and giving your best performance 
And Carmelo was like, oh, this is a tricky one. You know, everybody's looking for that, you know, clickbait or whatever. And as we were talking, I said, hey, Carmelo, basically it's about winning the night, winning the quarter hour, winning the minute by minute. And go back and watch Carmelo's reaction. He's shaking his head. He's like, absolutely. It matters to the wrestlers. It matters to everybody. If ratings did not matter, you would not have Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Tony Khan, trading barbs with one another each company saying we're going 30 minutes commercial free no we're going 30 minutes commercial free we're going to do a run over no we're going to do a run over <clears throat> and if you really think the rating doesn't matter if you really think people don't care about it or pay attention to it why did the wwe feel the need to bring in the undertaker and john cena well, I think I think you're right that they want to do to win that. But when you look at ratings, I I understand that it's still a metric. It's not the only metric. It's not everything that you look at. But also, you got to remember, bully. You know, like, and I'm just saying for the sake of Warner Brothers, because I know the WWE that landscape is going to change on how people are going to view that product in the future. Because there's going to be some channel changing there. But Warner Brothers is extremely happy with the rating that AEW is getting because I think I think in a lot of ways when you look at ratings, you're looking at certain numbers and those numbers have drastically changed because of the way that people absorb media nowadays. So it's a lot less than what it was, you know, five, 10, 15 years ago. But, but of but, course but, they used to I mean we, we I mean the WWE used to do like an eight share back in the day, the attitude era. And things dropped whether it was because interest had uh, general interest in the product had dropped or different ways of watching dropped. Now we have so many different ways of watching any one particular show. I mean, we're talking about wrestling right now that it's dropped to a certain number, but it's still some type of gauge. It's a metric. Who is sitting in hundred percent. So, I mean, when you li- yes. there are people like Vince Russo and Eric Bischoff who are a lot smarter than either one of the three of us when it comes to this rating stuff. And even they acknowledge that these ratings matter. They they matter across the board. Yeah, I, I think with Russo, this, this no, would disres- not- no, no disrespect to Russo, but I think Russo puts all his eggs in the rating basket. You can't put all your eggs in the rating basket. Maybe, I mean, maybe Vince does need to expand his horizons a little bit because you have to understand Vince Russo came from a time where there was a gun to his head 24-7 to deliver on a rating. So that's all, excuse me, he really knows. So you got to understand he had Vince McMahon breathing down his neck at all times to deliver a rating. But if you listen to these men talk who were involved in the biggest rating war of all time in pro wrestling, yeah, it matters. And these are men who were involved in a situation that that really brainwashed an entire um, generation of wrestling fan to believe a, a, a head-to-head rating mattered. And why do the why do the Mike Johnsons of the world and the Dave Meltzers of the world and the every uh, 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 wrestling journalist out there why do they post the ratings? I don't know. If, I, I, if I, the I, ratings I, don't matter, why do so many people talk about them, 
put stock into them. I don't know. I honestly, I honestly, bully. I don't know. I can honestly say I don't know. the 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 cable, the basic cable rating, like we talked about, is less than forty percent of people who are actually watching a product. It's a very, very small percentage. Because it's the only. It's the only. It's not a. What's the word I'm looking for? It's not like a perfect number. But it's the most perfect number we have. Like, I don't think, you know, it's the first or or maybe the most perfect number that's at our disposal immediately. It's like a show airs and the next day the the traditional rating comes out. So we can talk about the traditional rating. And then it's like in a couple of days we have the plus threes on the DVRs. And then, you know, oh, now we have the Hulu or the YouTube or whatever streaming. But but it's already so far I think it's a, I think it's, I think what you bring up is an interesting point because I really don't know. Like, I know for, for myself, I watch on traditional cable, but like, even our producer Paul doesn't watch on traditional cable. Our AP Andre doesn't watch on traditional cable. I I bet you if we polled a lot of fans, you would find out that there's probably a good portion of those fans that don't watch on traditional cable. I understand that it's a metric and it's a it's almost an immediate one. You find out within like what forty eight hours uh, of exactly like wh- what is the number of people watching on traditional cable. But once again, it's an it's a small percentage, and I think a lot of people are hanging their hat on something that is not even in the majority of the way that people are consuming this product anymore. Dave, across the board, for whatever reason. That fans hang their hat on the rating, the 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 companies hang their hat on the rating. Whether that's a perception or reality thing, the, the leading up to this show, between um between look at the barbs that were being thrown at each other between Hunter and Sean and Tony Khan oh, and ridiculous. Th- th- but, but these are the owners of the company doing it because they want to win the night. So we're going to sit back and we're going to say, well, it, this really doesn't matter. Yeah, but why is Tony Khan talking all this shit? Why is Sean and Hunter talking all this shit? Why is the, why is the WWE bringing in The Undertaker and John Cena to a developmental brand? And oh, by the way, Cody Rhodes and uh, Asuka and Paul Heyman and L.A. Not- because they wanted to win. This is former UFC champion Chris Weidman. Do you want to feel what it's like to get in the octagon with me? Right now, we are bringing the hardest-hitting MMA talk on the planet to your podcast feeds with Won't Back Down, a SiriusXM podcast. Every Monday, I'm speaking my mind and taking you inside combat sports like no one else. Every tap, every snap, and whatever else is on my mind. Download Won't Back Down right now on SiriusXM, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Won't Back Down. Swing into Seaside Golf in Ocean City, Maryland. Play like a pro at 17 championship courses designed by golf legends like Jack Nicklaus and Arthur Hills. Tee off on sweeping vistas at Eagles Landing. Savor the coastal views of Lighthouse Sound. Or see why Ocean City Golf Club is considered one of the Mid-Atlantic's finest fairways. Whether you're sneaking in a quick round on a family vacation or going all in on a golf getaway, fun is always in play at Ocean City, Maryland. Plan your trip at ococean.com. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms. 
then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Tommy, you and I talk a lot about the territory system, the territory system that we grew up on. Well, our next guest is bringing it back and bringing it back in a big way. And friend of the show, Mr. Billy Corgan, joins us here on Busted Open. Sir, thank you so much. And I'm really excited to talk about what the NWA is doing right now, and that is bringing back the territory system in the NWA. So thank you for the time today. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, the other night we announced at uh, Exodus Pro, which is EC3's new promotion in Cleveland. He's moved back home after years of being in Florida. And uh, would look like a sold out crowd to me. And we were able to make this uh, announcement and the reaction to the announcement of the first sort of new regional territory under my my watch. Um, the response has been incredible. Uh, we received requests from all over the world. Um, I mean, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 to 50 requests of people wanting to be involved. So we're sorting through those now. And we certainly take all those requests seriously. Um, in the short term, we're, you know, we're going to m- mostly work with people that we have existing relationships with. And um, I think the opportunities are, are self-evident. You know, not only can we bring some of the top NWA stars into a particular territory to help their houses and, uh, and their local focus, but also we need to develop the stars of tomorrow, which I think uh, is pretty uh, important, especially for a company like the NWA. In layman's terms, Billy, how does this benefit the NWA fan, the diehard NWA fan that tunes in every week to see you guys? 
That's a great question. I think what it'll do, it is allow us a more tactile way to reach into the uh, indie community and find those stars of tomorrow. Uh, EC3 held a seminar, which I took part of. Uh, Tom Latterman was there. Aaron Stevens was there. Uh, Plunkett was there. And uh, and I was able to watch 40 young talents uh, during the seminar, both wrestle and cut promos. And I walked out of there offering three people out of the seminar a chance to appear on NWA television and we next shoot in uh, Nashville on uh, on, the, on November 4th. And uh, and I and I I could see where I would possibly even sign some of the talents that I didn't even want to put on TV yet that are sort of like I'd say stars of tomorrow. So I think you'll see a benefit uh, because I really do believe that what fans really, really want to see beyond established stars like yourself is they want to see new stories, new new faces break. And so we have to do a better job of finding them early on. Um, and that's sort of part of what we're going to do. Think of it as a triple A system. And I think it benefits both ways. And obviously it's going to benefit EC3 in, in the, in the long term because at any point he can call me up and say, hey, I'd like to bring in these champions and, and he has access to all the belts. Uh, I mean, of course, I mean, you look at, I mean, college football to go to the pros, the, the indies are a way for wrestlers to get reps. And if there's more eyes watching them, I mean, I do, like this coming weekend, I have th three indies and there's a lot of talent that I'll be like, man, all these people need is a break and an opportunity. So what you're doing really, you know, gets you more uh, eyes on the ground of the next level of superstars. I mean, we know kind of WWE isn't looking for uh, independent wrestlers more so they're looking at college athletes or, or, you know, that type of thing. So it's, it's better in, in my opinion, to get people who have the passion or are, are humping out, uh, as you know, because you are a rock star, but you didn't start off being a rock star. You played the dingy bars and all that stuff. Those were your indies. So you could, you know, sell out major arenas like you do. Yeah, I think it's important that um, I see people in particular. And when I can't be there, of course, when you're talking to a Tom Latimer, and EC3 and Aaron Stevens, they're, they're in essence the NWA's eyes on the ground now. Um, and they have a vested interest in bringing talents forward. Nice. So when uh, we look, oh, go ahead, Bully. I apologize. Go ahead. One of the things I've been interested in uh, asking you about is uh, recently EC3 defeated Tyrus to become your new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. We never like to pull the curtain back too much on Buster Open, but we kind of peek behind sometimes. Take me into the decision process of why you're running with EC3 as your top guy. Well, you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, I think we were both at TNA at the same time when EC3 was champion, uh, you and I, Bully. And, uh, you know, he was basically the guy that the company at that point was being built around. Um, I felt very confident in his ability to carry the company. And, of course, you know, what happened happened and he went a different direction. He went back to WWE. That didn't really work out. So when I got back in business with the man, uh, Michael Hutter, uh, you know, I wasn't really sure where his head was at. I mean, he was doing the CYN thing. Uh, he was involved with Braun Strowman. They were cutting, you know, kind of very interesting, very artistic kind of promos. He was trying to start kind of his own fed, but in a very asymmetrical way. So when he came in the NWA, it was kind of like, are you trying to bring sin in here? Are you really committed to be a top tier athlete? Uh, on wrestling, or are you sort of focused on other things, including your own business concerns? Uh, and so it took a year, even though we have a pre-existing relationship, for me to really be f uh, certain that his commitment was not only to himself, but to the NWA, and that there was a partnership born there. And I think if you look at anybody who's been NWA champion at the top levels over the past few years, those people really do become the face of the company. Now, I have to have a lot of faith that they can carry us forward. Did you see any of yourself 
in EC3. <laughs> and and let me let me let me let me let me backtrack. You're killing me with this question. It's so good. No, because I listen, when the when you guys first hit, when the pumpkins first hit, I remember saying to myself, wow, I really like this songs, these songs. But this guy's weird. This lead <laughs> still, singer's weird. weird. <laughs> He's eccentric. He's like I like I don't get him. And EC3 once he left TNA and started doing his own thing, I thought EC3 is a bit eccentric and a bit weird. So that's why the question, did you see some of you in him with this, you know, eccentric creativity? That's a beautiful question and I I agree with the point. Um, what's really interesting, if you pay close attention to the promos that he cuts, he has a sort of singular mission, um, and it's born of his poor experiences in professional wrestling, where he wants to break the mold of the way talents are evaluated and, and how they're given opportunities. He certainly feels, having worked at the top levels, that that system worked against him. And um, and I think with the NWA, we, we give him that blank canvas to paint that that story. Uh, so now that he's he motivated on that, but I think now that we're in business together, it'll give him the chance to show the world his vision of professional wrestling. And look, uh, the interesting thing to me about professional wrestling, and I say this a lot behind the scenes in the NWA, is no one's really right and no one's really wrong. It's a sort of a lot of cooks in the kitchen. And um, I think his vision is very interesting. I really think he wants to provide that kind of asymmetrical opportunity for talents to come in that may otherwise be overlooked. And that was some of the talent that I looked at the other day in Cleveland at the, at the seminar. So to, so to Bully's point where, and I understand where Bully's coming from because we've talked to EC3 many times on this show. And, you know, he's laser focused on what he's focused on. And sometimes that can come off to certain people like aloof or, like Bully said, strange. But pro wrestling's all about the connection with the fans. Do you feel like he has that connection to the fans where people will get emotionally connected with him watching him in the ring? I think it's a work in progress, you know. Um, you know, look, it it there were tons of articles written about me in the nineties, the unlikely rock star. Uh, who is this guy? How is this guy on the stage? By the way, this they were saying this when I was headlining Madison Square Garden. It took people a long time, or in many ways, the culture to shift towards me. I think the independent personality of Matt Cardona and EC3 really is the future of professional wrestling. I really think it's about being able to stand on your own as a brand and then bring that brand into the wrestling ring. Yes, we understand why WWE does business the way that they do. But if you really look at other media, uh, UFC, they benefit from the singular personality. The biggest business they ever did was with Conor McGregor who was able to bring his brand and sort of work it back and forth. Because I think the difficulty, and and, and I'll say this, let's call it like simply in term, wrestling terms. When I run a day of TV, I can only send EC3 out there so many times to wrestle, right? You know, I can't send him out there more than twice, maybe in front of a, a, a stage crowd, right? Meaning the crowd that comes in to watch his tape of TV. So my point is, is, you know, you want more of that personality. What Conor McGregor figured out is people wanted Conor McGregor 24-7. Matt Cardona has gotten himself over just as much by what he does outside the ring as what he does in the ring, and that's fed into the wrestling business. I really think that in that way, Cardona is a visionary, and I think in time, EC3 will prove his own brand of it. I think he felt, and I, I don't think he would mind me saying this, I think he felt defeated by what went down with Sin 
And it didn't quite work out on the business level the way he wanted, including Strowman going back to WWE. I mean, kind of blew up his world. So when he came to me, he came to me a little bit hat in hand. And I said, I, I want to work whatever you want to work. And so over time, we sort of built, let's call it a new vision of how we can put those pieces together with what the NWA is doing. And so again, work in progress, but look, I have total faith in him as a talent. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, Billy, talk to me about this event you got coming up called Sam Hain. Sawin. I got, you know, in fact, I, I I have a song called Witch where I sang Sam Hain and I got in trouble with all the witches. So now we must say it properly. Sawin. Sawin? That's the <laughs> and, pronunciation? Sawin. And you'll laugh because um we had uh, Jim Mitchell, father, you know, Sinister Minister James Mitchell, cut this promo where he's like, Sawin, you know, and so my son now calls James Mitchell Sawin because that's what he thinks his wrestling character is. So, um, yeah, Sawin. Uh, you know, Sawin's the original word for Halloween. So we're, you know, it's a we're, it's a clever way to sort of note the season. Interesting. Is it, is, was is, it at is, a Glenn Danzig a band? <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it, it was. was, right? Okay. I, I thought so. Now, going back to the NWA and what you're doing with the territory system, with the championships, and then also with all the territories and seeing young talent, is it going to be like the traditional territory system of the NWA back in the day where – you are going to have your champions going out there defending their championships again that against that local talent of these territories. Yes, and 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 also because we will recognize the the first official title we'll recognize from Exodus Pro is the heavyweight championship, which is being we have the design and it's being made now actually. So we're hoping to premiere that title relatively soon. Um, that'll be officially recognized NWA title. So that title will also be able to be uh, defended on NWA television. Nice. When you look at the landscape of pro wrestling right now, in a lot of ways, it's one of the boom periods in pro wrestling, uh, business-wise. When you're looking at that, is that, uh, am I speaking the truth? Do you think that's a falsehood? Or do you really look at pro wrestling right now that they're in kind of like another golden era? Uh, I said it five years ago, and I and I feel like people took my lead on it and have used it since. I really think we're in a new golden age of wrestling. Um, I think wrestling will go on from where we are right now. It's not quite there yet. It will go on to be bigger than it's ever been in its history. And that's really saying something, because when I was a kid, it was huge in a yeah. way that it isn't now. Yes, it's huge maybe financially, and certainly there are a lot of global fans, but it doesn't have the quite the same cultural impact that it used to have. And I think that's something that wrestling has struggled with over the last, say, 10 years. I think wrestling will become ultimately as big as UFC. I think that is the plan. Um, and uh, and I think once you get the whole planet invested, and remember, India's never had its big wrestling moment. China's never had its big wrestling moment. You know what I'm saying? We're yep. used to kind of our version of it where we've had 70 to 100 years, depending how you view the the history of professional wrestling in North America. For a lot of places in the world, they've never had those moments. So it's going to be very fresh to them when it finally breaks through. All right, Billy, uh, come on. G give us some stuff here. What do you got going on? Well, g g you know, I, I, I know I, I know there's something you're probably holding back on a little bit. Some Maybe some breaking news. Anything, anything else going on within the NWA we should know about? Well, first of all, you, you I, for, the professional that you are, you tossed me a softball about my upcoming pay-per-view on October 28th, which is Saw Win from Cleveland, EC3's hometown. Uh, so thank you for giving us that plug. That'll be on fight. Um, but skipping past that, because LaGreca waltzed right past that. He skipped right past that promotional opportunity. He went right well, back to the dirt. Um, <laughs> well, no, because I, I was actually going to ask a follow-up question because I was actually going to give you props 
which you really never do to me, but I always do to you. Um, what are you about? <laughs> There's the passive aggressive, everybody. There is. There's the passive aggressive. Because I, I was going to say that, and this is a discussion, a deeper discussion that we've been having on the show, Billy, seriously, about the way that wrestling fans consume pro wrestling in 2023. Because we talked about what took place on Tuesday with AEW and NXT going head-to-head. And the numbers and the ratings and how that that significance is shrinking day by day because the traditional cable rating doesn't nearly mean as much as it used to because there's so many different ways to consume media. You kind of are at the forefront of this. You know, when it came to the NWA, you've always used that unorthodox at the time way of consuming the National Wrestling Alliance. So I give you credit in the fact that you were ahead of the curve when it came to that. So I give you props. And how has that worked for the NWA and how will that work for the future of the NWA as well? Great. So let's put all these pieces together. Um, thank you for the props. And, and you know, I'm a big fan of yours. So I, I hope everybody understands that we're just playing. Um, okay, look, YouTube is a terrible partner for wrestling. I'm just going to say that flat out. And lately, because of who knows how these AI systems work, they've been squeezing all the wrestling content creators. No one can quite figure it out, but everybody's numbers are down, and that's across the board. So God knows why YouTube's doing what it's doing, but it, it is very mercurial, and it's and we can't even put ads on YouTube because they keep labeling any ads we put. Even if it's just Jim Mitchell saying, come watch Saw win the pay-per-view, it gets a, a ban for being offensive. And we can't find anybody to talk to you to tell you why you can't put an ad on there. So even when we're trying to spend money to get people to watch our programming, we can't. So five years ago, yes, YouTube, good place to start. It helped us build the brand, uh, you know, starting with the debut power, which we just passed our fourth anniversary. And uh, thanks to people like The Rock for putting it over, it kind of put us on the map. And so it's been an effective way. But now, and this goes back to Bully's question, I can now say for the first time, and I have to be a bit vague because there's some other political aspects to this, but I can now say that we finally have signed not just one, but two television deals. And that announcement as far as where and who uh, will be coming soon. But we finally now will be able to move off YouTube, not exclusively because we want to still do stuff on YouTube, but we now will be moving with a network partner. That's so where and who? That's what I said. I have to be vague. I can't say who, but I can't say I can't say it's 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 a top it's a top twenty, uh, and uh, network. And uh, very excited. I've been working on this for over a year. And like I said, not just one, but two television deals are involved. Two totally different uh, wrestling uh, related products uh, that we'll be offering. So twenty twenty four is looking very very bright. We're very excited. And uh, you know, thanks to people like yourselves for helping keep you know. Uh, that's kind of the rudder on the ship because, you know, sometimes dealing with the other wrestling media, you know, they tend to lean into the gossip aspect of what we do. But as you know, and because you worked with us through the years, and of course, Tommy has too, um, you know, we've been hard at work trying to build up the NWA to be a viable, you know, every week, a year company again. And so now that we're producing over a hundred dollars television, hundred hours of television a year, and now with these two TV deals coming, you know, now finally I can kind of put my foot down and say, okay, now we've we're finally sort of back in the range where I I want to be. So yes, YouTube helped get us there. The things we've done, where documentaries that 
Uh, Lagana started, you know, you know, five years ago with 10 pounds of gold, everything that we've tried to do to get there. Okay. Now it's finally, now the wave is finally cresting. And now we'll start this other chapter of what will be the next part of the NWA. And the good part is now we'll have uh, much greater access. The difficult part is now we're really going to have to step up and, you know, people like yourselves will be looking at the numbers and, and the reach that we have under this new situation, because as you do with the, you know, this recent AEW NXT battle, people look at the numbers and make evaluations, but to LaGreca's point, this is what's very difficult. Traditional broadcast, traditional broadcasting is still where the big money is. So yeah, you can have a lot of reach and get a lot of people over uh, over digital, uh, you know, things. In our case, YouTube. Um, but you know, YouTube doesn't pay you but pennies back for what the reach that you actually do incur. So it still relies, you know, the the WWEs and the AWs are still relying on traditional broadcasting platforms and of course the OTTs to bring them the real dollars to operate at a high level. Uh, I remember a conversation that we had. It was based talking about you had a five-year plan. So you're a, a year ahead of your five-year plan, which is awesome. Is there any new talents that, you know, you've seen that you're really like, this person can be somebody? Well, I think anybody who's been watching us lately, I think really um, Kerry Morton, you know, who obviously has been wrestling, you know, for a while since he started with his father when he was a kid. But Kerry Morton is finally coming into his own in the last year or so. Um, he's probably the brightest star that we have. Uh, he, you know, he's in a faction called the Southern Six with Thrill Billy, Silas Mason, who's, uh, you know, has a bit part, I think, playing Kerry Gordy in the new uh, Freebirds movie, which is a, a not the Freebirds movie. The, the, sorry, the, the Von Erich movie. movie. So he's playing a, a, a Freebird. You're a heel at heart. <laughs> I am a heel at heart. Uh, El Rudo, as you once told me, as you once texted me uh, early one morning. Um, he, he, Tom, this we get a text from Tommy Dreamer. All says, "You are an El Rudo." That's what all the texts. Are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know. I think really look at the NWA, the young stars that are coming, the Kenzie Pages, the Thrillbilly, uh, Silas Mason, the Carrie Mortons. I think people will look back at five years from now and look at these stars now where they are in the NWA and really. Uh, realize that we're really on to something. It's funny because because we just passed the four-year anniversary of power. People are putting up all the people that were on the initial season of power, whether it was Eli Drake, now LA Knight, whether it was Ricky Starks, you know, people have gone on to to success and 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 nicely some people are giving us the credit for sort of repackaging those talents and putting them in a position to succeed. I think uh, Thrill Billy has the uh upside to be a real star for you. Couldn't agree more. And, you know, it was Ricky Morton who introduced Thrillbilly to me. And uh, and from the moment he stepped in our ring, we thought we got to have that guy. And he's been nothing but a credit and a pleasure to work with. He gets it. And if I could tell you a quick story, and I know you don't like to pull the back the curtain too much. We were wrestling in Australia on the World is a Vampire Tour. And uh, Thrillbilly was wrestling a local guy. And in the match, Thrillbilly was booked to go over. I'm out watching the match. About 3,000 people are on the ring. Crowd is just rocking. People are really having a great time. And it gets to the finish, and the and the and the, the local guy goes over. So I go back in the locker room, and I say, "Do you change that finish?" And through Billy looks at me, and goes, "I was raised to do business the right way," because he read the crowd and he thought this is right for business. That's the kind of guy I want to be in business. Great. That's that's a great story. Uh, again, uh, October twenty eighth is the NWA pay per view. Uh, go to nwatix.com, and of course, it's going to be available on Fight TV. Uh, in Cleveland, so uh, I, I I don't want to say it the wrong way, Billy. So please, the uh, the name of the pay per view because I don't want to I don't want to go ahead. Win. You gotta say it like Jim Mitchell. Sawin. Right. Sawin. NWA 
NWA presents Saw Win on October 28th, 2023 in Cleveland. And again, please go to nwatix.com. And of course, it will be available on Fight TV. And and Billy, I'm really looking forward to hearing what this news is going to be as far as where there is going to be other homes for the NWA so more people can tune into the product. Yes, and, and one last little promotion, though. This is the first time we've ever done kind of a hardcore pay-per-view, uh, you know, uh, inking back to uh, my time around ECW when Bully, as he once told me, wanted to punch me in the face because who is this weirdo in my locker room? Mm-hmm. So so a little a little tip of the cap to the ECW days, and so we'll have some fun, uh, you know, getting ready for Halloween. All right. This is a big show. And again, uh, Billy, thank you as always for always breaking news here on Busted Open. And as you know, we're big fans of the NWA and we love what you're doing with the NWA. And we look forward to what the future is for the NWA as well. I'll tell you what, when I can announce the news, I'll come back and announce it first with you. How's that? I love it. Thank you. See, that's that's it. That's it. I love it. Thank you, sir. Good luck. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash.